This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Honeymoon disaster. The volcano actually erupted while we were on the island. Exclusive. The voicemail from the newlyweds when the volcano erupted. Lynn and I got pretty badly burned. Then, massacre foiled. One down, the chilling hotel room video. Was it a rehearsal for a Vegas-style massacre? Plus... Whoa! Not expecting that! The reporter slapped on the backside by a runner during her live shot. The shocked look on her face. Wait till you find out who the knucklehead is. Then, oops, it happened again. It's not Philippines, it's Malaysia. Another giant flub at the Miss Universe pageant. Y'all gonna quit doing this to me. And Elizabeth Smart. She was kidnapped when she was 14 years old. Now, her father's shocking truth. My wife asked me, are you gay? And I finally said yes. Plus, let's talk about that. The NFL reporter who says she caught her boyfriend cheating on her. How his 4 a.m. heart rate on his Fitbit gave his cheating heart away. And J-Lo's surprise. It's the dress. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Officials in New Zealand say there is no sign of life on the island where a volcano unexpectedly erupted today. At least five people are confirmed dead. Among the injured, this American couple on their honeymoon who suffered severe burns. Les Trent spoke with the groom's mother, who received a haunting voicemail from her son. You may kiss your beautiful bride. These American honeymooners are lucky to be alive today. <laughs> Newlyweds Lauren Barham and Matt Urey from Richmond, Virginia, were on the cruise ship Ovation of the Seas, touring Australia and New Zealand when they took an excursion to White Island, an uninhabited volcanic rock. That's when all hell broke loose. No, 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 no. Another American tourist, Michael Shade, documented the drama. Newlywed Matt Urey left a voicemail for his mom. This isn't a joke. The volcano actually erupted while we were on the island. Lynn and I got pretty badly burned, so we're at a hospital in New Zealand. My hands are burned, so I can't use my phone. I don't know how long I'll be here, but I'll try and keep you updated as best I can. Janet Urey told me she was able to speak to her son on the phone. He had told me that his arms, legs, back are all pretty severely burned. He had not seen Lauren. She was in a different area, so he really didn't know her status. We still do not know anything anything about Lauren, and I'm extremely worried and concerned and upset with the communication or lack thereof. Who are you expecting to hear from? The hospital, the embassy, the cruise line? Anybody. I contacted the embassy 
I contacted the hospital. They could not give me any information. The embassy assured me they would contact me the minute they heard anything. I've yet to hear from them. I have heard nothing from the cruise line at all. The mom says plastic surgeons are assessing her son's injuries. The bride has burns on 25% of her body, mostly her legs and lower back. Her frantic parents are now flying to New Zealand. We understand 31 people are in hospital, three discharged overnight, five confirmed dead and eight people are missing. Now those eight are presumed dead and New Zealand authorities are not mincing their words, suggesting that they believe there is no way they could have survived what happened. In the days before the eruption, there had been an increase in seismic activity and questions are being asked as to why the private tour company continued bringing tourists to the site. Police in San Diego believe they may have thwarted a domestic terrorist thanks to a YouTube viewer who was so unnerved by videos posted online, they reached out to authorities. The videos, which appear to show someone heavily armed practicing an assault out hotel windows, resulted in the arrest of a 30-year-old man. It's chilling video that appears to show a dry run for a mass shooting. One down, more to go. Now the gunman who shot the video is speaking out. I do not wish to cause harm to anybody. 30-year-old Stephen Hamoki races around a hotel room like a maniac. <laughs> you drop one mag, you pick up another, right? That's... You drop the gun, pick up another gun. He takes aim at passersby on the street below. The weapon is not loaded. He tells San Diego station KFMB-TV that he was just play acting. It was just kind of like a little miniature art project just for myself. Um, just to kind of, kind of get into a mindset and just want to relax, maybe do something a little bit fun and different. The two videos show the hotel room floor strewn with ammo, plus a handgun, machine gun, and assault rifle with scope. The incident took place after Homoki checked into the historic Sophia Hotel, which overlooks the federal and state courthouses in downtown San Diego, as well as two restaurants and a popular concert venue. The videos were posted on YouTube in September, but police only learned about them last week after a tipster claimed Homoki had gone off the deep end. When the handgun jams, jams, boom. Shoots nothing. He picks up an assault rifle. He even pretends to shoot a female mannequin in the head. Police said the video echoes the real-life 2017 Las Vegas massacre when a sniper on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel opened fire on a music festival, killing 59 and wounding 412. Fireworks surrounding this year's annual Kennedy Center Awards. Once again, President Trump skipped the event, which honors iconic entertainers. But that didn't stop Linda Ronstadt from taking aim at his secretary of state. Mike Pompeo attended a dinner for the honorees, and the legendary singer let him have it. Like everything else these days, the Kennedy Center Honors is politically charged this year. Singing legend Linda Ronstadt, one of the honorees, gave Secretary of State Mike Pompeo a piece of her mind. The singer, who is battling Parkinson's disease, was introduced by Pompeo at a reception before Sunday's honors. He asked, as I travel the world, I wonder, when will I be loved? A reference to a huge Ronstadt hit. Carrie Underwood sang it during the show. Ronstadt looked Pompeo right in the eye and said, maybe when you stop enabling Donald Trump. 
According to Variety.com, the line drew immediate gasps from the audience, followed by slowly building applause and then cheers. Order in the room. Order in the room. Today, the impeachment hearings got off to a raucous start. We voted for Donald Trump. A protester from a far right wing website interrupted the proceedings just as they were getting underway. It was a combative day on the Hill as Republicans repeatedly interrupted the hearings. I insist on my point of order, and my point of order should be heard. Let's slow down a bit here. One viral moment came when Republican lawyer Stephen Castor carried his documents into the hearing in a supermarket shopping bag. No fancy briefcase for this guy. Other news today, police say they'll take their cue from the reporter who was smacked on the backside while doing a live shot as to whether to press charges against the assailant. And you won't believe who the culprit is. He's a youth minister. A young reporter is going live, covering a popular race in Savannah, Georgia. All is going well. Then the runners start goofing around for the camera. Whoa! Not expecting that. Nothing too annoying, just having some fun. Then this happens. He really did it. The runner slapped the reporters behind. You can see the shocked look on her face. It's very exciting. Um, people. Um, 23-year-old reporter Alex Bozargian maintained her composure, but she really let him have it on social media. To the man who smacked my butt on live TV, you violated, objectified, and embarrassed me. No woman should ever have to put up with this at work or anywhere. Do better. So, who was that obnoxious knucklehead? Citizen Slews went on the hunt, combing through photos of the 2,500 registered racers and found this. The creep was identified as 43-year-old Tommy Calloway. So how'd they ID him? Notice the sunglasses and shirt. It's a match with the guy who slapped the reporters behind. The number on his race bib gave his name away. And get this, he's a teen youth minister at his church. His LinkedIn profile says he's also a Boy Scout leader, so he definitely should know better. The runner has been banned from taking part in any future races. Steve Harvey had another high-profile oops moment at the Miss Universe pageant. This time, there was a mix-up when announcing the winner of one of the competitions. It's another Miss Universe flub for Steve Harvey as he returned to host the Miss Universe pageant for the fifth year in a row. The winner... Philippines. It's not Philippines, it's Malaysia. You'll recall he famously named the wrong Miss Universe winner in 2015. Colombia! I have to apologize. Miss Universe 2015 is Philippines. Now watch what happened last night when he announced best national costume. Here's a look at the winner, Philippines. This is it right here. I thought I had on something fly, but girl, you just woo. It appears he thinks he's standing next to Miss Philippines. It's not Philippines. It's Malaysia. Okay, well, let me explain something to you. I just read that in the teleprompter. Y'all gonna quit doing this to me. But it turns out Miss Universe says Steve Harvey was actually right when he named Miss Philippines, who dazzled as the country's national bird as the costume winner. Steve Harvey had it right. Miss Universe Philippines is the winner of the national costume competition. The confusion came from the fact that Miss Malaysia was on stage featuring her own costume. Fortunately, the biggest moment of the night was blooper free. The new 
Miss Universe is South Africa. Technology is a big part of just about everybody's everyday life. And if you've got a fitness tracker, you know it records all your physical activity. All of your physical activity, including some late night action that ended one woman discovering that her boyfriend was cheating on her. A sports reporter says she learned her boyfriend was cheating on her from his Fitbit. 38-year-old NFL Network correspondent Jane Slater revealed an ex-boyfriend once got me a Fitbit for Christmas. I loved it. We synced up, motivated each other. But late one night at 4 a.m., Slater said her boyfriend was unaccounted for. Yet, for some reason, his physical activity levels were spiking on the app. Slater reached the inevitable conclusion that her boyfriend was fully around with another woman. So how can two Fitbits sync up with each other? It's easy. Just connect the Fitbits to the app on your phone where you can track and monitor their physical activity, including their heart rate. Fitbits and other smart devices are collecting a tremendous amount of data. They collect things like your heart rate, your location if it's GPS enabled, whether you're sleeping and how well you're sleeping. Slater says she was heartbroken when she discovered her boyfriend was cheating on her seven years ago. But it's a story my friends and I laugh about now. The most obvious way to prevent your data from being shared is, of course, abstinence. Don't wear the Fitbit or a similar device in the first place. It's been a very difficult year for the family of Elizabeth Smart. After the kidnapping and later recovery of 14-year-old Elizabeth, they've now spent the last 12 months grappling with Mr. Smart's admission that he's gay, which he admits has gutted his wife. He spoke with our Jim Murray. One year ago, Ed Smart's wife, Lois, looked him in the eye and asked him something that had been tormenting her. December 10th, actually, was my wife asked me, are you gay? And I finally said yes. It's real. It's real. The Smart family became nationally prominent during the kidnapping and miraculous rescue of their daughter, Elizabeth, in 2002. Now Smart is speaking out about his struggle to come out to his wife of 34 years. Somehow this person that I've loved my whole life, you know, thinks that I'm, you know, this horrible person. Is she I mean, talking to you? I can't, no, we don't talk. I'm sure she feels betrayed. She feels uh, like, you know, what was our marriage? What would you want her to know? That I, that I care about her. That I, you know, I still do love her in this element, and I'm, I'm so sorry. Lois filed for divorce, which was granted last month. But Elizabeth, now a child safety advocate and mom of three, is standing by her dad. She, along with each of my children, were, you know, I think they were surprised. I mean, <laughs> your dad coming out and saying that he's gay. But, I mean, Elizabeth said to me, um, Dad, you know, whether you're gay or not, I, you know, want you in my life. I interviewed Smart in Utah, where he was speaking at the N-Circle Summit, an educational event for the LGBTQ plus community. If you can't love yourself then how can you love others? Had you gone through periods of, of self-loathing? Had you ever thought of suicide? Um, you know, there were actually a couple of times where it passed through my mind. I mean, I just thought, you know, it would be easier to be dead. What stopped you? I still have a very strong belief in God. I believe that Elizabeth's return was a miracle. Now at age 64, Smart says he's finally accepted who he is. His new life involves a return to the dating scene. Just tell me honestly, that first date, did it go okay? <laughs> 
Yes, yes. It did. Um, it was, in a way, it was kind of electrifying. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, J-Lo's surprise. It's the dress. Then, Timber. The right way to safely put up your Christmas tree this holiday season. It's all about the base. Absolutely right. What you need to know so your tree won't fall. Whoa! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. Jennifer Lopez has a fashion flashback on Saturday Night Live. Let me get some rockets out here. Live from New York, it's J-Lo. She gave a show-stopping performance, emerging from a wall of rockets with that legendary green Versace jungle dress from 20 years ago. Saturday Night's dress was a replica. Word has it the original is hanging up in J-Lo's closet at home. She last wore it in September at Versace's fashion show in Milan. J-Lo, who just turned 50, is having an incredible year, and the streak continues. Today, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress. Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers. And SNL made not one. Are you scared woman who's trapped inside the mansion? Why not imagine biking away from it all on Peloton? Merry Christmas to me. But two jokes about that now infamous Peloton ad. Peloton's being called sexist for a new ad showing a wife obsessively using a Peloton bike that her husband gave her. And now the actress behind the viral commercial is finally speaking out. Are you surprised at the backlash? No, seriously. It's such a, it's such a... People have been so nice to me. I'm feeling really, really lucky. Her name is Monica Ruiz, and in real life, she's married with two kids. And she's got a new acting gig. To new beginnings. After the Peloton backlash, actor Ryan Reynolds called her to star in a commercial for his gin brand. There you go. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> when we come back, some tips on how to prevent your Christmas tree from doing that. Here's some tips to keep your Christmas tree from falling down. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> Epic Christmas tree fails are going viral this holiday season. So how can you avoid a Christmas tree disaster? Inside Edition's Allison Hall went Christmas tree shopping with DIY expert Jason Cameron for some simple tips. First, pick out the perfect spot. What if I've got carpeting? Great question. A lot of people have that. So piece of plywood, put that down, put the base on top. Now it's nice and secure and solid. On to the Christmas tree stand. Got three different ones to choose from. You've probably seen some of these. Watch what happens when we use a cheap plastic stand that costs just $15. So now we got one of the plastic bases. Let's see what happens. All right. Look at this already. Whoa. <laughs> Barely touched it. That's what you don't want to happen. No kidding. Go ahead and start bringing it up. Now try this more expensive welded steel base that costs about 50 bucks. So Allison, we got the tree set up. It's in the welded steel stand. Go ahead and tug on that. Wow, that is not going anywhere. Once the tree is decorated, there's another precaution you should consider. So how do we make sure that this doesn't come crashing down? Good question. I have one more tip. Grab yourself an eye hook and some fishing line. Tie it to the tree and anchor it to the wall. It's not going to go anywhere. Great tip so this doesn't happen to you. <laughs> when we come back, a man who started a phenomenon. This man made a difference. 
The Ice Bucket Challenge swept the nation back in 2014, raising an astounding $220 million for research into ALS, better known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Like so many, Inside Edition also participated. Sadly, the man who inspired it all, Pete Freitas, has died at the age of 34. A statement from his family called him a natural-born leader and role model for all. And that he was. See you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcast starting May 8th. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts starting May 1st. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.